way out west, there was a gal. Gal I want to tell you about. Gal by the name of Jessica Calvello. At least, that was the handle her loving parents gave her. But she never had much use for it herself. This Calvello, she called herself Excel. Now, Excel, that's a name no one would self-apply where I come from. But then, there was a whole lot about Excel that didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And a lot about where she lived, likewise. But then again, maybe that's why I found the place so darned interesting. Don't get so cocky! You beat my men, but I'm known as the ball flicker from hell! Your skill means nothing to me, and I'm sending you to the gutter! Did you say balls liquor from hell? Not balls liquor, damn it! Ball flicker! And once I've killed you, you little bitch, the entire bowling world will come under our rule! But Excel doesn't care about the bowling world! All she cares about is her friend Hachan! Actually, these suits are very warm once you get used to them. And it's the best season for baked yams! Now hold on, do you really need Welcome to Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three 12-year-olds in their 30s talk about anime. I have no blood, tears, or other bodily fluids. I'm Bill, your co-host and go-go boy, Andy. Uh, apparently I'm 12, so I need to talk like this. Uh... I just meant we make a lot of poop jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and the ball flicker from hell, Josh. Did you just say ball liquor from hell? No, no, no. Ball flicker from hell. B- ball liquor from hell? Ball flicker. Ball is liquor? ball flicker even a thing? I don't think it is. Come here. I'm going to flick be- you ah! in the balls. Ah, welcome to Duty Japanese. We're here. Episode number nine. Sweet. It's bowling time, guys. Are you ready? Did you guys bring your, your bowling bags and your shoes? I have mine. They're right here with me. I, I take them everywhere I go. I brought white Russians. Okay. What about you? Did you bring the litter box? No. You said bowling, and then I started thinking turkey, so I brought turkey sandwiches. Oh. Well, I mean, we drinks, food, bowling. Yes! You guys can just eat and drink, and I'm going to bowl all night long. But first, but first, we've got an episode of Excel, right? Right? Are we excited? It's did, Josh's week. Did you say the litter box? Yeah, I did. I'm not quite sure what you mean by the litter box. <laughs> Is that is that a bully like, euphemism? Are you talking about when no, no. I used to? Wait, that 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 was a reference to for the people who we can't do this visual joke on a podcast. But back in the day when we went bowling this one time with Josh, Josh every time before he would he would get the ball, he would get up to the line, he would oh, God, do this thing with his foot, with his right foot, he would like 
like kind of I don't know twitch it backwards like he was a I would, cat I would, scraping like, ru- the, scraping I would a litter box. Rub my foot in a very cat-like way, fashion like over a the cat pool. kicking litter, it, covering it, up its feces. I still do that. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> when, you, when you poop, no. or when you bowl, when I bowl, I, st- I still do the cat. I bet litter. Rukia gets really pissed off when you poop in her cat <laughs> in her, in her litter box, doesn't she? <laughs> Dude, you could not hold it together for that one, could you? (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what's going on, folks? Does anyone have any amazing anime news? It's getting late. I'm sorry, guys. It is well way past our normal time of recording. Watch out! It's an after dark episode. (laughs) After dark. After dark. Uh, So sexy. (laughs) So, uh, so we're gonna jump right into things. Has anyone got any interesting anime or geek related news for? Our fans. I got something. All right. Something's better than nothing. Right. Well, it has finally been confirmed. It's been a rumor going around since the last season happened. But Netflix is going to be greenlighting a Punisher series. Yes. The Punisher. I thought we knew that. We didn't know that? Well, it's finally been confirmed. I didn't know that. It's, it's actually the, the, the article that just came out said that it has 100% been confirmed. Yes, Netflix is going to do a Punisher TV series on Netflix. Right on. Yeah. I haven't seen season two yet. I need to watch that. Well, then you're wrong and you should feel bad about yourself. I, I feel so bad. I did finish Jessica Jones not that long ago and it was very good. Very, very I good. I feel like I want to try to do a Killgrave right now and say finish season two of Daredevil. I must watch it now. Oh, shit, uh, that actually worked. <laughs> Start. I need to. I really do need to. I'm, I'm pretty excited um, to watch it. We just haven't gotten around to it. But mm-hmm. uh, soon enough, we'll be watching that and it'll be amazing. So, obviously, uh, John Barenthal will be reprising his role as the Punisher from Mm -hmm. the second season of Daredevil, which he did a fantastic job. Yeah, great job. Say what you will. Being killed on The Walking Dead sure uh, turned over a a better uh, opportunity for him. There you go. Hi-yo. But it looks like uh, Steve Lightfoot is going to be the showrunner. What has he been involved in, Josh? Hannibal. Hannibal. Oh, the TV show Hannibal. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting. And that, yes. that itself has a really kind of large following. Right. They haven't um, announced any other characters or uh, actors who are going to be in the season yet, so this is very much new stuff. But yes, as Bill was saying, that it, it's been like a kind of a known thing that this was going to happen, but this is the official word that, yes, it's going to happen. This, Luke Cage, Iron Fist... I think uh, Electra might be getting her solo series. And that has Wasn't been... Wasn't that all talked about? Electra, I'm still a little, little fuzzy on the Electra, but I know Luke Cage and Iron Fist, for sure, were going to be getting their own series. I mean, the, spoiler, so. at the end of the second season, oh! there's, a, there's a teaser trailer for the Luke Cage series. Oh, that's not much of a spoiler. Yeah, no, yeah. it's really not. Okay, yeah, that's what I was getting. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so... We get Punisher. Bill, any news? Nope, nothing. Me neither. So let's just jump into the episode. Holy crap. Episode 9 of Excel Saga. Bowling Girls. Bowling Girls. Okay, folks, this is one of my top five favorite episodes. I love this episode so much. If anything, just for one scene. It's all great, but there's one scene. It's, I think, the greatest scene in any anime. I die laughing every time. It's not even that funny. It's amazing. Every other week is your favorite. Top five favorite. Yeah. No, I... I we're, believe... we're at nine episodes no, no. now, and all of them have been in your top no, no. five. No, not all be... of them. No, to be okay, fair. Okay, seven of them no, have been no. in your yeah, top that's... five. To be fair, only two episodes have made it in my top five so far. Love Puny and Bowling Girls. So those are the only two that have hit my top five. Uh-huh. 
I don't think he knows what a top five is. I do, because I can count. Because I've got two so far. Wait, 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 wait. How many favorite lines do you have in this uh, episode? That, in this that one? it's your favorite well, line. Well, in this one. Well, no. we'll find out. Uh-huh. Anyway, so. Pl- place your bets now, folks. Anyway, so anyway. at the end of this series, yes. are you going to post a top five? Yes, I am. I will, and I will rank them somehow. And it's going to be like trying to rank your children. It'll be extremely easy. So, <laughs> <laughs> are we ready, folks? Are you ready? Why are you blinking so much? Do you have something in your eye? You mean spitting them? We open with the Olympic Stadium. Easy to rank my kid. It's, it's true. We open with an Olympic Stadium. Uh-huh. We see a gentleman walking up to the Eternal Flame. It is Koshi Ricto. Shocker. He raises his hand in salute, covering up his unsightly armpit hair. Okay, what, uh, Josh, Josh, why? Expert, expert on anime. Actually, why? This is something I do know a little Wh- bit about. Wait, whoa! <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> wait, a minute, wait a minute! I was setting this up through a joke to make fun of him. Yeah, me too. I was, I was ready. Wow! All right. Well, All right. the Japanese are kind of a body conscious culture, and one of the things that they are very conscious about is um, unsightly hair growing out of areas that, well, when you're younger, they don't grow out of, and so you don't see it you're not supposed uh-huh. to see it so like armpit hair how many times have you seen in an anime a character that's like shirtless or like in a tank top male especially who's supposed to be like in their 20s raise their arm and you don't see any any hair. okay okay you make a good point same thing is when you see a kind of a quote-unquote disgusting male character and they're like in shorts and you see their stubbly gross-looking Leg Gnarl- gnarly leg, leg hair. hair. Okay. Right? It's conveying kind of a disgusting thing. Hmm. Body hair is kind of disgusting to the Japanese. I mean, even to the point where you see a quote-unquote naked character, even though it's not anatomically there, it's anatomically like a Ken doll, it's completely smooth. Okay. Male or female. Once again. I just thought lazy animation. Well, censorship. Censorship for one thing, but also they want to... And Sailor Moon can't transform into show Bush. Oh my god! That that that's not good. Well, why? That, that's why not? Not? A, not a good look. That's like an you know an ethical thing, but at the same time, it's unsightly hair, so it's disgusting. They try to avoid it. Even so, if she were to like wad him up into the two little balls. Yeah. Even then. So that's why in this shot, it's Koshi Richter covering up his armpit hair. I think it's a an obvious jab at yeah, this is kind of stupid, but whatever. So anyway, back to it, Koshi Richter once again. Gives us permission, this time to make the Excel Saga into a sports anime. So we see the adoring crowd, and we pan back in the crowd, we see waving a tiny Japanese <laughs> flag. So cute! Rather monotone, declaring for Japan, <laughs> is Lord El Palazzo. El Palazzo, sir! Back to the opening credits, we have the same animation of Lord El Palazzo waving the flag, declaring for Japan, now, in the, now on the throne, in across headquarters. Lord El Palazzo's declaring for Japan, rather boring... Lee, uh, has Excel and Hyatt a bit confused. Il Palazzo does say that, well, goal is to conquer the city of F. That is only a stepping stone for the eventual conquering of the world. Indeed. Excel, excited, is like, yes, I am excited to do that thing you just said. Lord Il Palazzo asks a very roundabout question, essentially asking, what is the most universal language shared among everyone in the world? I guessed English. Not a far-fetched answer, honestly, because it is what's used in, in air traffic control. That's true. That's true. Well, they teach English in Japan. Uh-huh. They also, teach English in China. Mm-hmm. It's... However, that's not the answer Lord Il Palazzo was looking for. Actually, Excel is... Completely... Kittens! 
No, kittens are just cute. Oh. They're just cute, but it's uh-huh. all right. We love kittens. Anyway. I like kittens. We do. Kittens are adorable. XL, completely confused in her way of this little back and forth head motion that I can't really describe it really well, but and it's She was hilarious. going meow. Yeah. Meow. Meow. See, kittens. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, you're on something. Finally. Yeah. Well, finally, actually, Hyatt speaks up and asks if it's either sports and or music. Lord Il Palazzo praising Hyatt of a brilliant answer says, yes, that's exactly what I'm getting at. Sports and music. XL runs up to the camera, starts complaining that she doesn't ever get any praise from Lord Il Palazzo. Finally, Lord Il Palazzo asks XL if she likes sports. Do you like like sports, Agent XL? Yes. XL admits to probably no one's surprise in this room that she was rather dim-witted in high school, but she enjoyed sports, especially swimming. Ah, Andrew, you want to just go ahead and lead into this one really quick? Because yeah, it's a pretty funny bit. It, it's a good bit, yeah, she's like, especially swimming. And I bet you can guess what happens next. And he says, well, why don't you go for a swim? And pulls the rope, and she falls and sploosh into the pit full of water. <laughs> As Excel is actually plummeting down into the pit, Lord Il Palazzo does give the assignment that he wants Excel and Hyatt to go out and find what is the most popular sport amongst the youth in mm-hmm. order to incite the masses for the eventual taking over the city and said the world. So they have to go and research. Right. And before we get to that, though, I did want to note the fact that Hyatt says sports or music. Again, another reference to music around Il Palazzo. Mm. That's a nice little little catch there. You know, we, yes. we, we had all those things with the Excel girls. Although in this episode, we get both. We mm-hmm. do get the Excel girls. So we do get music and sports. But yeah. It's interesting. Another reference to music. I'm, I'm still thinking this is going to build to something, yeah, Bill. May, your thoughts? Not really, no. <laughs> no thoughts or no? No thoughts. Oh, okay. okay. They mentioned music. Yeah, that they do a music thing. I, I don't know. All right. It seems lost over. Finally, Excel hits the water. She's explaining that she's doing a lot of swimming for Lord Il Palazzo. And what she describes, she's doing the freestyle, backstroke, butterfly, breaststroke. Doggy paddle, and then we hear her scream in pain and says that she pulled her lab muscle. <laughs> you get it, guys? You get it? Yes. Go to the doggy paddle. Hey, next week's episode, we're going to be lab lots of dogs. Oh. We're going to talk about that later. Don't talk, no, no. We'll get there. Don't, I don't want to think about it. Stock footage of bowling. That CG is terrible. It's, <laughs> it's not... Jackass. <laughs> I love I love how I love how they do this. They have like the same stock footage over and over, over again over. Of, of just a yellow bowling ball getting a strike. Getting a strike. It's yep. amazing. So Excel is really excited about bowling and that, you know, even though there aren't a whole lot of people there, she still thinks that bowling's a popular sport and um, that there's a management problem. There is, and bowling is the most popular sport. Bowling is fucking awesome. Hmm. I think she's just using using their part-time job as an excuse for them to do their mission. You know, two birds in one stone. What do you think, Bill? I don't know that Excel is that smart. You know, even the dimmest bulb gets bright every once in a while. I think the metaphor you're looking for is even a broken clock is right twice a day. Yeah, that too. I just thought of Sailor Venus and all of her mis- misreadings of quotes. You're kind of like Sailor V. Shut up! I'm <laughs> not like Sailor V. Hyatt does point out something interesting going on on the other end of the bowling alley, where obviously there's a show being filmed. Ah! Yes. Obviously. Obviously. Bowling shows are great. Great for ratings. Are you are you serious? Cause right well, now, yeah! Because right we, we, we were just off of the rating in, increase week, so they're like, what else can we do to raise the ratings? <gasps> bowling show! But a very uh, peppy duo are doing quite a... 
a, a well-rehearsed opening. What, what were the lines? I don't remember. We are in the gutter. And, so, and something about... Uh, they are on a roll. That's what the they're song on, They're is on a roll as a somersault. With Bowling Girls. Uh, Jesse, James, Team Rocket, blast off at the speed of light, surrender now, prepare to fight. That sounds right. <laughs> Thanks, Meowth. You know what? Hey. <laughs> you know there was very little reaction in that one. Oh, dear God. Is it Vader time? Oh, God. What have I done? Anyway, so... Bowling Girls is the name of the show. For the fans out there. Um, Ow. You need more ice? Here, have some more ice. Okay. This is left over from my, from my right. lemonade earlier. Um, Do you like my Vader t-shirt? It, it, it's great. Yeah, Bill's wearing a Vader t-shirt. If you don't know what Vader is, you need to watch, oh. or listen to, rather, the Rundown Wrestling Podcast, okay. and they'll edumacate you. Edumacate you well. Rundown probably won't talk about Vader. You have to go back to... Oh, raw, oh, oh. Raw Attitude Podcast. Oh, yeah, you should probably watch the Raw Attitude Podcast. Uh, that would be a, uh, a good one to listen to. With uh, Henry Huge Pecs. Huge Pecs. The, the suplex throwing human, human duplex. duplex. Sorry. I, I should know that I was on a show. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry, Henry. Please I'm, don't I'm still a bigger pecker head. That's, that's really <laughs> true in all kinds of ways. Wow. All right. <sighs> anyway, back to the episode. Are you going right. to be good? Yeah, I'll be fine. Ow. Okay, anyway. So we're introduced by these two bubbly hosts. First off, the host and go-go boy, Susumu Shikiri, voiced... By Spike Spencer. Now, if you don't know who Spike Spencer is, well, you're obviously Bill. I don't. I know who he is. Okay, who's Spike Spencer? He's he's the the main character from Bebop. No, that's Spike Spiegel. Oh. No, Spike... I was with you. <laughs> Spike Spencer is best known for doing the voice of Shinji Akari in Neon Genesis Evangelion. I don't know who that is. Yeah, you would watch that, and then you probably would murder us for making you watch that. He also plays... A very similar character in uh, in Martian successor Nadesco. He mm-hmm. plays the main character there, who's your typical Tenchi type character who right. everyone's in love with. And Spike Spencer's been in a lot, and actually he's in this this series specifically more than once. He's got this character he's going to be in in an upcoming episode, and then he's going to be kind of a regular character towards the middle end hmm. as well. So you'll, I'll point him out once we get there. Also, his sidekick, who's also winging it again... Shinogi Sonoba, voiced by Allison Keith, and that's all I know. Okay. Somewhere Allison's going to listen to this episode and be like, hey, that's my name. (laughs) (laughs) That dirty motherfucker. (laughs) So while while they're going on... I have an extensive catalog. Binders full of women I've played. (laughs) That's a dated... Oh, God. Moving on. Moving on. So... While they're doing their opening, there's, of course, this uh, anonymous blonde woman who is constantly bowling in the background. I love it. Now, her I'm voice. Gonna, now this one, <laughs> she doesn't have a voice. She doesn't have any speaking roles. That's sexist. No, because the character doesn't have any speaking roles. I don't want to go into pointing out every instance this happens, but I'm just going to say this is actually a running gag throughout the entire episode. It's that great. During certain shots, you're going to see the blonde gal in the background anonymously bowling. During some pretty crazy ass shit, too. Yep. But of course, Sonoba asks Shakiri who that woman behind them is. <laughs> to which Shakiri responds, Well, she works for us, you dolt. <laughs> it's great. Yes. It's great. You can tell these two love each other. Well, the show go show must go on, obviously. So they decide they want to introduce their bowling girls for the week. Yes. And lo and behold, They've returned, Andrew. <gasps> oh my god! Do you do you really mean it? Do you really mean it? Good and bad Excel are back. Excel Kobayashi and Mikako Hyatt, the Excel girls! 
Uh, Leap into frame and through the floor. Not as exciting as good and bad Excel. No. What was with the face thing? It's so good. And it kind of looked like those things. I uh, can never remember their names. That you tell me every episode that I reference to from Princess Mononoke. The, the Kadama. Kadama. The Kadama, yes. I know they're Kadama at this point. I, sorry. You're learning better than I am. <laughs> Josh, you're teaching. How does Holy that feel? Shit. No, I've done it before. I'm just not professionally like you do. <sighs> So anyways, the Excel girls are all about themselves, so they want to start their latest single. And actually, Love Loyalty starts up in the opening sequence to Excel Saga shows, but instead with the Excel girls. And we get about three seconds of, of like, well, actual we get, audio. Well, we get the opening music, and right when they're about to sing that first lyric, they get cut off. They want to get their exposure in and become famous before they stop being young and pretty. Oh. At which point, apparently, Sonoba is some sort of pyrokinetic because she she snaps her fingers and the Excel girls combust. Be, yeah, yeah I was going like, to ask what bit. the shit that was about. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, okay. That whole animation style of like the weird line charred thing, that was really bizarre. I think that's more of a, a nod to some Western animation. Like you know, old Looney Tunes, when a character got burned up, they were just nothing more than a charred hmm. line drawing. So. That could be. That could be. So they, of course, ask if they love bowling. And, well... Excel Kobayashi says a line that is in top contender for my favorite line of the episode, which mm-hmm, is, mm-hmm. I love bowling like avenging my parents. See, when I heard that, I heard, I love bowling like evicting my parents. Which, I heard offending my parents. Which all of it makes sense, kind of, but it's a, it's a good line. It's a good line. Mikako Hyatt makes some sort of dim-witted reference about liking bowling a whole lot as well. Talking so. about eating infinite bowls of rice, I do believe. Oh, yes, that's correct. Yes. Well, they're like, well, we got a couple of idiots here, don't we? Excel and Hyatt are commenting that those two fakes are rather annoying when all of a sudden you start hearing this loud thudding noise and a little 12-year-old boy shows up wanting to rent some <gasps> shoes. Guys, guys, TV land, guys, this is the best line of any anime. I don't this this skit. This skit is amazing. If you have not seen this episode, just find the skit with the kid going up. The, it's so great. Go for it. Bill, silence him. No, no, please. Shh. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Bill. You're welcome. So this cute little 12-year-old boy is asked, you know, what size? He goes, "I wear a size 82." <laughs> so great. Keep telling the story. I want to imagine it. Paint me a word. Paint me a word picture. Paint me like one of Excel your, your gets French whores. <laughs> Excel gets offended that the kid is making an obvious joke about people with giant feet. At which no, point, he's making fun of the workers. She said, "Don't oh, don't, don't make fun of the service workers." Fair enough. She's angry that, you know, he's making fun of the service workers. Thank you for that catch, Bill. At which point he goes, no, seriously, take a look. He lifts up his <laughs> foot and it's huge. It's a giant foot. You get it? It's just, it's a great visual gag. And I think the kid's voice, because it's so, like, deep toned. Like, he's he, like, sounds like, he sounds like a New Yorker a little bit. <laughs> he does. He sounds like, like a, a size New- 82 foot. Here you go. <laughs> he's like a smoker, too. It's great. It's so good. It's like... Check these out! It's just so amazing. And then the 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 typical anime like fall over yeah, kind of scene. The, the, the fall over. It's the, it's a fall over gag. So basically, what you're saying is deformed children that smoke are funny. <laughs> I think it's fucking hilarious. We need more of those. Andrew, <laughs> you have no soul. It's true. That kid's got a lot of soul. He does. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. So we do a, an establishing shot of the highway where we see a giant humongous, ginormous, 
beyond 18-wheeler semi-pull-up. I think it's probably Optimus Prime steroid-pumping younger brother, Rory Prime. That's right, we're doing our establishing shot of our ne'er-do-wells. Did anyone else notice the giant, like, the, the picture on the side of the woman with the giant bowling pin dong? Did anyone else? I don't think it was really a dog. I think it was, like, the bombs she would, of the old pinup art. Yeah, oh. it's like, it's like a, I, yeah, like, pinup art, and she was, um... I thought it was, like, a transsexual, I think she like, was image straddle, No, she was straddling the pin in a provocative manner, oh. though. Right, it, it did yeah. not look like that to me. Maybe, maybe my brain went somewhere else when I thought provocative. Yes. Rory Prime crashes through a toll booth. The driver says that it's a strike. Next thing you know, Rory Prime crashes through the bowling alley's parking lot. The driver emerges, unleashes from the side his minions, all dressed in the same black unitard with (gasps) gimp masks. You guys should buy me that. (laughs) I'm not buying you a gimp outfit. I I would go bowling. Andrew, how many times have we told you no gimp outfits? It looks so cool. I just want to go bowling in it. It's so unnecessary. There's no like. Two dozen guys in that truck. Yeah. A couple mm-hmm. of mini... And they're just standing there. That's not safe. There's so no you care belt. about safety. Rory Prime doesn't bad... care about safety. Only the strong will survive in Rory. I'm just saying it's a bad idea. They could have they got the same idea with a couple of minivans. So is he like a Lupin character? I'd say he's kind of a cross between one of the Lupin characters and kind of a reference to Brilliance Dynamite Neon from Trigun. Yeah, I noticed that too. I thought... The exact same thing, like the tone of voice, the the, the visual aspect of it. It's even yeah. the lighting, the uh, his uh, yeah, the, sh- the shading using a item of some reference to what he's doing. In this case, a bowling pin. Yes, lighter. It was very interesting. But now we cut to Makako Hyatt about to bowl, and she's doing that tried and true granny method. Ah, yes, the granny style. She does the the granny style, and we cut to stock footage again of the strike that we saw from earlier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then we cut back to a wide shot, and we see that actually Makako Hyatt's ball drifts slowly into the gutter with a feminine voice saying, Oh, don't worry, honey. We'll just edit in the strike later. That's great. Although, I, I'm a little bit troubled by this character of the director. I'm, I'm troubled by this character, too. I don't understand it. <laughs> what don't you understand about it? Is it, a, is it supposed to be a, a really ugly woman? Is it supposed to be a, mm. a lazy transsexual like or is it a really bad late 90s gay joke done from japan is it i I think it's a late 90s in poor taste gay joke from japan Uh, yeah that's really i think so i'm a little troubled by it i think so but But, like lipstick and like the cindy crawford mole and the belly shirt i mean really well the director is listed in the credits as the effeminate director who's actually voiced by brett weaver Brett Weaver is the guy who also does the voice of... Dream Weaver. No, Nabashin. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Was that Nabashin in disguise? No. <gasps> Maybe it is. He's at the bowling alley. No. So, the, our general consensus is we're offended by this character? Yes. Yeah. Because I wasn't sure if I should be, because I'm still troubled by... We decided for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we are offended by this character. Okay, we'll do. All right. So get bad. Bill. I am. Okay. It's Vader time. Oh, shit. No, not again. No, to the director. He said it so calmly. But the, uh, the... <laughs> <laughs> it's not the first director Bill wants to kill. Remember, episode three. That was you. 
Yeah, but he had the Murder Michael Bay eyes. Uh, those were mine. Oh, they were, weren't they? They were. You should change the fuck away from Thundercats. Oh my god! Ah! Okay, calm down. Bill. What have I told you about the Sword of Omens? I got it right this time. You did? Yeah, I'm learning. So, we do find out that the Excel girls have never bowled at all, and they to- what they told the producers was a bare-ass lie. Bare-ass lie. Makes sense. You know, you when you gotta get your brand out there, you'll do whatever it takes. Please consider donating to our Patreon fund. For more information, visit patreon.com slash shadowbane. So, Excel and Hyatt are, once again, at the counter when the ne'er-do-wells... Terrorists. The hooligans... Terrorists. Nah, ne'er do wells. They're more ne'er do wells. No, yeah. they're actually in the credits as terrorists. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I love saying ne'er do wells. Mo- um, mooks. People in fashionable outfits. Henchmen. Minions. Gimps. Bowling boys. <laughs> Our obvious villain and his minions are walking past the counter when Excel informs them that they need to rent their shoes. Uh-huh. Well, he goes, nah, I got my own shoes. And the minions repeat that they have their shoes as well. More than once. Their shoes. <gasps> their shoes. You forgot something. What? You forgot when <laughs> when they were bowling. And the line that said, when she said, orgasmic ecstasy. Oh my gosh, I forgot about orgasmic ecstasy. Thank you very much. I I think it was, I think it It was. It was on the previous page. It was on the (laughs) previous, it was on my previous page. (laughs) Josh forgot about the orgasmic ecstasy. Uh, Oh, that's so telling. So, uh, (laughs) earlier on, there was, uh, there was a scene where they They were doing the, the, during during Makako Hyatt's uh, shitty ass bowling. And Kobayashi, just goes, orgasmic ecstasy! To which the female host says, you can't say that in our time slot! Now, this gets revealed later, but we'll go ahead and say, we find out later that their time slot is 12 midnight. Mm-hmm. How the hell is saying orgasmic ecstasy not allowed in a 12 midnight time slot? It's probably PBS. Japan thing. Uh, well, I'm trying to think, you know... like It's 5 12, o'clock somewhere, folks. 12 midnight had shows like... Cleopatra 2525 and Jack of All Trades. Lex. And Lex! Come on! Lex! Luther? No, the show Lex. Luger? No. No. Uh, the Lex was the ship. Lex Express? Yeah, Lex was the ship. Yeah. No, no, it was, it was a bus. Lex Express. It went across the world. He body slammed Yokozuna. It was a ship that was shaped like a cock and balls. Oh. And it could blow up any planet. Oh. Was it a dragonfly or a penis? Dragonfly. Orgasmic It was a backwards penis, I always thought. With all the sexual overtones of that series. Just saying. So, back to Dynamite's Neon. Well, actually, that's not his name. It's not revealed yet, but I will reveal the name of his voice actor. He is voiced by John Swayze. I saw this. (gasps) Terrorist leader. Yeah! Well, that's what it says in the credits, but he does declare a name later. (gasps) He's related to Patrick Swayze. Um, is he dead? I don't. <laughs> is, is Patrick yeah, Swayze? Is Swayze, Patrick Swayze's dead? Yes. Dead. Oh, Swayze well, died of re- cancer like five years ago. Yeah. Rest in peace. Can we have a moment of silence for Patrick Swayze, please? Please. Ghost please. was oddly prophetic. Shh. <laughs> oh, moment of silence. Oh, someone finally put baby in the corner. Oh, Whoopi Mo- Goldberg fucked his wife and everything. Moment of silence <laughs> starting now. Ready? One, two, three. So anyway, that was the not a moment. Guy gets pissed off because the minions start walking on the set. They pull out guns shaped like bowling pins and open fire upon the director, who does a Matrix-style dodge. Why? 
Well, for one, this was made in 1999, so everybody was copying some sort of Matrixy moment in their shows, usually that famous bullet dodging scene. But the computer graphics were awful. Even for 1999, it yeah. was awful. They, <laughs> they could have just like made paper cutouts look better. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it was pretty. It was it was really bad. But anyways, the terrorist group reveals themselves as the terrorist ideological organization known as Across Stick and Balls. <laughs> uh, here come the dick jokes, folks. Yes, here, that's here right. Come stick the dick and jokes. balls. Well, the director apparently wanted to try to edit their name, and we see some Japanese characters come up with a translation that says balls and stick, but the leader is very adamant about it and says stick and balls. Indeed. The Excel girls and the hosts are made into hostages, and one of the Excel girl, <laughs> girls screams that she's scared and turned on. Yeah, I, I put that quote down, too. I thought that was a, a funny quote. I missed that. Now, do the Excel girls think that they're actually in a hentai as opposed to a comedy anime? Oh, they haven't done the hentai anime yet. Oh, dear Whoa. God, let's hope it's they do coming. That's not, it's, actually. I'll say, holy crap. While the hostages are all freaking out, Shakiri, the male host, tries to get foe. He does. He and runs for it. He runs for his life, proclaiming that his life is far too precious and he doesn't want them to take his happiness away and he's never seen Detroit. Now, I do have to say, Shakiri, it's been 17 years since he made that statement and, well, Detroit's not all that great to look at. I mean... I don't think Detroit was great to look at 17 years ago either. Fair enough. I'll admit, I've been to Detroit. Brother and sister-in-law live out there and aside from a few things, it's... meh. We'd like to apologize to all of our listeners in Detroit for, for this- living in Detroit. <laughs> Damn, you beat me to the punchline. <laughs> oh, you bastard. Shakiri gets struck down. No. Yes. It, uh, the, the scene's pretty awesome. Actually, we, we noted as we were re-watching this episode that the animation is somewhat lazy. However, there was a nice little touch here when he's struck by the bowling ball that Nia uh, Dynamite... The, the ball of vengeance, yeah, as, ball of as vengeance. the uh, yes. leader uh, proclaims it to be. Yes, he throws it, and there's a moment where he's falling backwards like a pin, and he literally turns into a bowling pin. It's a nice little visual. It, it's, it's a lot of fun. Blink and you'll miss it, literally. Uh, I'm also pretty sure that the targeting computer... Honed in on that guy's ass. Well, it was a pretty pretty big ass. He had quite the dumper. Dumper. God damn it! Dumper cast. Yeah. All right, keep going. The Dumper and Beaver Network. Oh, no! I'm Makes me long for Beefcase. Anyways. Beefcase gets you long. Oh, oh, so, the terrorist leader proclaims that he is now taking over the show and its format, and its new title is, Is it okay for bowling to be this much great fun? A historical event. I love that he really in the in the scene that follows when he's trying to describe bowling, he tries to turn it into like a little kid's show. It's so cute. He's right. like, "Can you put your fingers in the balls? Well, Can you?" We're getting a little head. I knew bar, you so. could. I knew you could. So while the boss is obviously having a good time, the minions decide they want to have a good time too, and they look upon our three nubile young pretty hostages. <laughs> Did you just say nubile? Nubile. <laughs> they're they're terrified because they're going to do terrible things to their bodies. I'm shocked you didn't say Nubian. Because <laughs> it's Josh. And, yeah. <laughs> 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 he always has the wrong word. Oh, that would have been <laughs> fucked up. All right. 
the minions leer menacingly at these young women. Wait, the yellow guys? No, I'm just calling them the minions. <laughs> Not those minions. God, gimp that suit. Sucks. Gimp suit. The gimp suits. FTW. Fine, fine. The gimp suits to, to make Andy happy. Yeah! The gimp suits leer menacingly at our young female captives, and they're like, no, not our bodies! We see another set of leers, and then we cut to the gimp suits actually bowling. Yes! Because they love bowling! They're told to do what they like. And they, they want. And guess what? Rape is not one of them. Yeah, actually, you know what? They at least they're still so- kind of a rape joke. Yes, you know, it's a, but it's a swerve. It's a great swerve, and you have to admit it's a rape swerve for, for being terrorists. <laughs> wow, for being terrorists, they are rather polite to their to their hostages. They are. They're very nice. Yes. So while the gimp suits are having their fun, their leader decides to get the attention of the main <gasps> characters. That's one of my pass- favorite lines. And- is, hey, you main characters over there, come and grab my balls. <laughs> Excel gets pissed off because now they have to work. Yes, echoing every line that I've ever heard from any high schooler that was in a part-time job and didn't realize that when you're at work, you actually have to work. We finally get the reveal of our villain's name, which is Heavy Strike! Is that like heavy petting? Yep. Well, I don't... Anyway, he turns this show into more of a Sesame Street-style show where he's asking the kids if they know how to put their fingers in the bowling balls. He doesn't actually say kids, so he could just be... No, he says boys and girls. Does he? Yes. Okay. And he proclaims that he's here to put the soul in their balls and their balls <laughs> in their soul. Just, wow. Oh. I was thinking maybe he was the bowling Bob Ross. Oh, so go. Heavy Strike wants to show us how beautiful and graceful bowling is in its form. Showing off his exquisite form when Excel comedically drops the ball. Actually, also literally. Quite literally, uh, several balls. balls. She was holding three, but the cut shows like four like, or five yes. that collide into Heavy Strike, messing up his form. He asks, who did it? Everyone, the Excel girls, Sonosa, the effeminate director, and Hyatt all point to Excel, ratting her out. They do. We get a series of cut cards after that. Yes, I want to say minions every time. Gimpies. But the, but the gimp suits begin chasing Excel across the, the break card. Six times. Six times. Back and Six forth. Six times. Until they give up. And can you guess where Excel would go to hide? I don't know, Bill. Where do you think Excel would go to hide? A big fish. <laughs> Close. <laughs> But no cigar. Actually, she's in the bathroom again. <laughs> she is. And she's squatting on a toilet. It's, she's it's bemoaning, amazing. She's bemoaning the fact that she left Hyatt behind and she's trying to figure out a way to help. That she needs to start doing thinking, thinky time. Excel declares that thinking time is over. Conclusion. An idiot's thinking time is like taking a break. At which point she's still kind of freaking out over the fact that she doesn't know how to help Hyatt when all of a sudden the <gasps> stall next to her explodes open the door, smacks her in the face, and we see Nabashine! Sitting on the toilet with his underwear on. Well. Like, not pulled down at all. It was very odd. Yeah. <laughs> Nabashine declares that he has listened to Excel's problem and that he will train her to get better. Excel opines that those guys are all expert bowlers and are really scary and have no blood or tears or bodily fluids. 
Nabashin says, so what? I'm going to teach you anyway, or something along that line. We're, we're setting up a montage. Oh, we're building up to it. We know what's going on, folks. We're going to have a training montage. It's going to be excessive. It's going to be brutal. It's going to be, we just cut to them on the beach post-montage with the training already done, didn't we? Yeah, we did. And before, right before that, he's giving a big, long spiel, and Excel is quietly trying to get him to calm down, telling him, don't stand on the toilet. And uh, this is the woman's room. You're, 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 you're bringing too much attention to yourself. All these different things. But! Pull your pants up. Pull your pants up. That's another good one. And I know what the fans can get me for, uh, for uh, Christmas coming up. No, don't get him a gimp suit. No, besides for the gimp suit. If you want to give me the gimp suit, no, I, I will totally no. wear it and take pictures right here in the studio. Aside from the uh, gimp suit, I want a bowling ball with Nabashin's face on it. That's right. Nabashin gifts it to Excel. Excel mm-hmm. is like, yeah, okay, we really didn't do any real trick. She's, she's breaking the fourth wall here, realizing that it was only six seconds, mm-hmm. and there wasn't any real training. Nabashin tells Excel that he is no longer the master. He is just Nabashin. Bits Excel farewell retreats into his stall and closes the door and latches it. Mm-hmm. Excel, wanting more training, busts down the door and we find only in a letter with the phrase, don't think, feel. Nabashin. Wait! I know that uh, quote, Andrew! Uh, uh, Nabashin uh, didn't quote that first! That was Yoda! Uh, I'm sorry for anyone wearing earbuds. <laughs> Yoda! Uh, he... Was, was he the one Empire in... Empire Strikes Back. The, the, the training the next scene generation? With, with Luke. Yeah. He tells him, uh-huh. don't a Muppet. think... A Muppet. Oh, oh, Farscape. Feel. It's okay, he's in Farscape. I got it. That makes perfect sense. I am so infuriated, I can't slap you You enough. know better than that. You like Farscape. I did like Farscape. It was much better than Yoda. Yoda Wars, or whatever it's called. Son of a bitch! Ah! <laughs> Hi. Sorry about that, folks. I, um, in a moment of rage, I kind of pounced Andrew. Sorry, um, Bill, I kind of, Andrew's... So this is really why I'm on the show. Yeah, you were, you, you. You, you were supposed to keep keep me separated when I, uh, when I go into a Star Wars rage. Hey, you get one Vader time episode. You wasted it early. <sighs> anyway, so, Excel, moved by this sagely advice from an awesome character in an awesome science fiction series says that, she will, says that she will carve everything he taught her upon her body. Well, however, that she didn't learn a whole lot. She's not going to do much carving. Bye-bye! Gross. Yes. The Excel girls, Nagoshi and Hyatt are all placed into rather unflattering large pin outfits and are placed each in the bowling alley. Pretty sure that's not a regulation way of lining up pins either. No, it's not really regulation, but... There's like two out front, one behind, I just, no. Heavy Strike finally declares that this is the ultimate expression of bullying. Where middle-aged men throw their balls at pretty girls. And mow them down. A lot of innuendo there, Bill. As he's about to make his throw, Excel jumps upon him and makes her entrance monologue maybe a little bit of a deus ex machina moment because she interrupted the huge attack and declares that she is going to take him down with a quick so long and bye-bye. It's not deus ex machina if a established character comes in. Fair enough, fair enough. Heavy Strike is very pissed off that Excel was monologuing on his head, sends the gimp suits after... In fairness. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, you know... 
anyone that monologues on your head deserves to have your flunkies uh, attack you. And that's what happens. The Gimsits throw their bowling balls at her. She deflects them. That can't be good for the bowling balls. No, it's it really isn't, but they are in shock. Heavy Strike, with his very sophisticated technology, decides to scout Excel's power level. And finds that it's over 9,000! Oh, wait. No, he doesn't. No, you're right. You're right. But he is baffled as to why she was able to get so good in such a short amount of time. (laughs) Excel is praising Nabashin's training and says that she will do whatever she can to uphold his teachings and hopes that he rests in peace. I ain't dead! Holy shit! (laughs) Fuck! (coughs) Oh, man. (coughs) What happened? Uh, I blacked out there for a second. Um... Nothing. Nothing. It's 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 okay. Why do I smell brownies? <laughs> uh, it, it, it's, I can un- taste the color purple. <laughs> <laughs> Prince! I, 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 hear, I hear rainbows. Excel engages in battle with the members of Stick and Balls, and we get ourselves our actual montage, Andrew! We do! It's we a do. battle montage! We do. And we get, in the background, the we've, theme song. We've got love... Loyalty being sung by the Excel girls in a little bubble next to them. And their adorable little pin costumes. Can I ever, ever tell you how adorable they all are? Especially Hyatt. Hyatt in a... If, if we have any fans out there that are good at art and want to draw us some sort of fan art involving Hyatt oh, in, the pin, in the pin outfit... Andrew? That'd be amazing. Andrew, you might want to put some regulations on there. When you say any kind of fan art... Well, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm okay with it. I I want Andrew... our fans to have creative license to do what they want. I just want to see Hyatt in a bowling pin or... or oh, what other... Or like... a bowling pin in Hyatt. <laughs> that is not what I said. Right in the dumper. Not... That's... Oh, that is... God damn it. Oh, that's that'll, a... that'll stop you. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Uh, the the no, internet no. is like a genie. That... No matter what you ask it, you're going to regret yeah, it. And this is the point where we're going to find out that all of our fans are on 4chan. Is he related to Shin-chan? Bill? No, that makes sense. Okay. Mr. Elephant jokes. But anyways, to the mat- battle montage. I've got some highlights, Andrew. Do you have some highlights? I have a couple. Bill, do you have some highlights nope. from this battle montage? <laughs> great, great effort, though. Good effort. So one of my favorite <laughs> moments is actually the first mm-hmm. moment where the, uh, the gimp suits are... Bowling against Excel, she bowls against them, and she her ball bounces out of the lane and knocks each of their balls out of the lane and in for a strike. No, they get mad when you do that for real. Yes, they do. If actually, your ball. Le- no, I know they do. I know I was there. If your ball leaves the lane. I was mad at you. Anyway, all mad. One of my other. Um, not even a bit. One no, of my not other. At all. No, not at all. One of my other favorite highlights is when Excel is taking on the stick and ball gimps and she takes them all out with one ball because they decide to throw their bowling balls at her. So she takes them out. And well, Andrew, what you got some other highlights because uh, this the, is kind of the, devolving. The too. best part of the entire thing was at the very end where all of the gimp suits fall backwards on a cliff and explode in color super sentai power ranger style yes it was awesome it was amazing it pretty much did devolve from her kicking their asses at bowling to her just kicking their asses absolutely one of the other funny ones was at one point someone fired missiles the shape of bowling pins at her right but (laughs) after the fact we get everyone down except for excel 
and, and Heavy Strike. Heavy who is Strike. A- angry. He declares that he is the ball flicker from hell. But there's one thing I forgot to mention, Andrew. What? The final score. <gasps> so at the end of that, the final score was, okay, in a regulation game of bowling. <laughs> I love it when it gets like this. There are 10 frames, and a person, if they bowl a perfect score, will get 300. Mm-hmm. Now, if, per se... Yes, they continue to bowl. Yes, okay, if you if you got rid of the electric scores and you just kept keeping track of the strikes, you could get 30 points every frame. You cannot get 100 million no matter what you do because it's not divisible by 30 no. if she's bowling a perfect game. No, but you forgot something. This is Japan, so it's in metric. You got to convert it back to imperial. Oh, no. But then how do you carry the six? Well, like with a barrel barrel. Oh, fuck. Okay, all right. It makes sense now. I'll let I'll, I'll let it slide. I like it. I'll let it slide. But Heavy Strike informs Excel that he is the ball flicker from hell. Did you did you, did you say ball liquor from hell? Which no, is our amazing line. I yes, love it. it's a great we exchange. We did this bit. <laughs> we did this bit, but this is where it's from. But we're here, Andrew. The we're, final moment. The final showdown. I almost started singing the final countdown <laughs> here. The final showdown. It's the final showdown. We don't have we don't have rights for that. Stop. We're singing that because it's not the lyrics. I think I think the rhythm, though, or the, the melody is... Do you want to get sued, boy? <laughs> We've already done that We've bit, done too. We've done that already. Oh, my God. But here it is, the final showdown. Heavy Strike is about to unleash his giant spiked ball of destruction. When Excel turns around, back-facing the lane... Bends over with her head, poking through her legs, and she is holding the ball. And he realizes that it's the perfect technique. Yeah, and I want to I want to point out they obviously flash to a scene here where we see Nabashin, because obviously Nabashin does everything. Nabashin is the one who had a ninety-two percent, I believe, accuracy. Yeah, with, success uh, rate with the NBA. Yeah, that's what I was going to come up to next. The NBA, no, no, PBA, not NBA. That bothers me. It's probably just the joke that. I know. I well, know. They don't know what's going on. Probably true. Wanting to one-up Excel, Heavy Strike unleashes his spiked ball of death and lane destruction, complete with saw blades. It's true. Where's and- Walter Subcheck when you need it? Oh, ah. wait a moment. Because Excel launches the ball, we have a very tense moment. The effeminate director tells the cameraman to keep filming. This is the greatest bowling match in history. And Excel pulls out a button. Presses it, and we see a chibi Nabashine emerge from the bowling ball, holding a small, smaller ball bomb. And here's some details we want to point out before the big boom, the earth-shattering kaboom. We've done that bit, too. Yeah. Exactly. Chibi Nabashine is not wearing pants, and the interior of the bowling ball is shaped like a... Toilet bowl! Yeah. Yes. Explosion goes off. Excel declares that she wins. I love the way she says it, too, because he's pissed off. He's oh. sitting there the entire time just like, how could you do this? How could you? That's not regulation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he, and, he's spouting off bowling regulations. Now, he's a he's a Glock away from pulling a full-on Walter Soap check. He's been cheating the whole time with giant spiked balls with chainsaws in them. <laughs> not but, a thing. But I love Excel. She just kind of just looks smugly and says, I win. <laughs> it's so great. He goes on a tirade, a rant, yeah, and she punches him in the face with a fucking boxing, boxing glove. glove. And then beats him up with other sports trucks. Yes. She drop it, kicks him with yep. tennis, hits him in the gut with a with a baseball. Yes. And then she does Japan's national sport, 
throws him out of the ring in a sumo match. Yeah, I like the fact that this is the sports episode, and they've only been doing bowling, so they had to get these other references in. Yeah, and it's great. I thought you were going to say Japan's national sport was tentacle sex. No, (gasps) no, because, no, I'm not even going to touch that one. (laughs) (laughs) You will later. (laughs) Excel defeats Heavy Strike and pretty much decimates the bowling alley while we're at it. Hey, he used that one right. He did, because it's kind of just like the roof is caved in. Yeah, like, and they go back to the, the bowling We girls. go back to, to our opening bit. I, hey, Shakira is all right. Yes. He's, he's, he's doing the opening with Sonosa. We have the Excel girls. We're, we're going back she, to she the don't, show. Do you know who else is okay? The blonde girl. She's bowling in the background yeah, still. She's still bowling in the background. As I said, throughout the episode, you'll see her throughout. Well, we cut back to a TV as the show ends. And it cuts out, and we find that it's Pedro. Yeah! He's at the ghost bar. I love the ghost oh, bar. Oh, yeah, that guy. Drunk on sake. He begs the bartender. Sure, it looks like water more. to me. Sake's clear. Kind of yellowy. Mm. It looks very aqua. Yeah, but anyway, Maybe he, he, he finally convinces. He finally convinces the bartender for one last sake. Pedro goes to reach for it, and a familiar, well manicured female hand rests upon his, grabbing the sake as well. And we see Is it Kumi Kumi? The same girl? No. Why are you running from my stew? Fuck it, fairy. Shows oh, up. Yeah. The great will, the macrocosm. Good name for her. Yeah, so I didn't realize how uh, on the nose I was being with, with, that. with with the fuck it fairy you were. Yeah. She pretty much seduces uh, Pedro, who weeps openly in her arms. She, she says that he's nothing without her. We cut back to the next morning where we see Pedro and the great Will are cuddled up to one another when we get a loud noise from the door. And a gentleman screaming, Open up, damn you! I know you're in there, you bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Again, one of my favorite lines of the whole episode. The door is kicked in to reveal that man! Oh no! Yes, that man has shown up again. And... We fade out and... We fade back to... To across headquarters, where Lord El Palazzo wants to know what the most popular sport is. Excel, going to declare about bowling, is twirling her bowling ball around while Hyatt is still in her pin outfit, declaring how how comfortable and warm it is. It does look warm. When Excel accidentally lets go of the bowling ball, throws it in the air, and, well, kind of aimed right at Lord El Palazzo's face. And we cut away. We cut away to our closing card. Today's experiment, Bowling Girls, failed. Shocking. But we cut to one last scene. Yeah, oh yeah. Watanabe. <gasps> Sumiyoshi. Ah, uh, these assholes. Aww. They're kind of upset that they're not in this episode. And that's it. We, we cut out. That's it? And that was episode nine. Bowling Girls! Bowling Girls! Oh, oh Bill. Right. Bill, I gotta know. All right. What'd you think? Better than most. <gasps> Josh, we're making progress. He said better than most. Better than most is, is a good start. I mean, there was at least some coherence. Uh-huh. There was a good amount of swearing. There was a good amount so of swearing. that was funny. Swearing's always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's... Wasn't the best thing that's ever been put on TV, but it's probably the best episode so far. Wow. High praise from Bill. It's and, extremely high praise. Andrew, I mean, dude, you said this earlier, but let's go ahead. Tell us, one tell of, us your thoughts. One of my top five episodes, for real. It was just one that I think for me, I, I like bowling personally. Right. So I had a connection going in. I thought that 
the shoe bit is just for some reason for me. I don't understand it's it. It's comic gold. It's but comic gold. To, you, it, I, to me, it's amazing. I think it's one of the best bits of comedy ever. I just everything about the episode, the 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 gimp suits, the the crazy villain, the ball jokes, the ball jokes left and right. It oh, was yeah. just it was good. It was a good episode. It was a fun episode. There wasn't a lot of complex bullshit in it. It was just back to I think one of the problems we've had with some of the episodes I haven't liked is that it went away from Hyatt and Excel. And it went more into focusing on the Other neighbors and yeah. Kabapu and all that. And it got a little bit too complex. I kind of just like the shenanigans involving the two main characters. Well, and I have to agree. I really enjoy this episode. I'm, I'm not going to say it's in my top five. I don't think I have a top five, but I probably will if we're going to do a top five episode. But this episode was a lot of fun. Start to finish, we had a story. We had a plot progression. Mm-hmm. It really touched on a lot of uh, the tropes that you see in animes of this nature. Not even necessarily the sports type of anime, but think of some... Think of, like, DBZ. Mm-hmm. Your main character is thwarted by a much more powerful character, yep. works really hard, trains trains up, eats the Wheaties, and next thing you know, they're, they're in an epic battle, and they win. It really touched on all of that. It, it really had some great ribs, like, for me... You know, we have this build up to what's going to be a what everyone sees in any sports show, a training montage. That's that's a yeah. very regular thing. It's a common see. trope. And we, we don't get that. That's one of the funniest jokes I could think of mm-hmm. is here's the build up, here's the build up, and training's already done. Woot. Right, exactly. Go skip over it. In the end, I really like the episode, but there is one thing I, I I feel I have to nitpick. What is that? The animation. Yeah, we've mentioned it. It wasn't great animation. It's like episode five, the Interesting giant tower. Mm-hmm. How I said that the animation then was not very good. Same thing here. We we had, especially early on. Yeah, early on, Hyatt had Rachel Ray boobs. Oh yeah, we, I we, noticed that. I was, it was so weird. Thank you for bringing that up. I didn't want to sound like that guy who was only looking at boobs, but yeah, Hyatt's breasts are. <sighs> You'll notice this in any anime, though, that you have a lot of episodes you have to crank out, and you have different teams of artists, and they're right. all, the animation is going to be slightly different. Another podcast I listened to that does something similar to this with Sailor Moon, one of the things they always kind of pay attention to are certain episodes where, like, Luna's ears are, like, really big, or, like, you know, just some weird, different stylistic things. Right. This is one of those things in this anime where I feel like it was a completely different animation team working on this one. Right, and it, it felt that way. I mean, there are some animes that will have guest animators, like Samurai 7 has a, an episode where there's a guest animator, a well-known director, I can't think of it at the time, but you see it in the credits. Right. It went from the really good, crisp, clean anime that we usually see to slightly less than stellar. I would agree. However, I don't want that to detract from the enjoyable experience that is this episode. It is a fun episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, even though there isn't this whole to do with the overarching plot, it's still a really good serial episode. Yeah, it's really good. I like it. I and, love and, this episode. And this is, is an episode that plays to the strength of Excel Saga altogether. Excel Saga does better as a serial, not as an episodic an- yeah, anime. Yeah, I agree. And we'll see that more, especially once we get towards the, the end of the series where they start going more episodic, that there's something that's lost. Definitely, I'd say enjoy this episode. It's going to be a lot of fun. Next week. Next week? Menchie's Great Adventure. Yes! Oh my god, guys! Bill, yes, you, I am. you, you love because it's so sad that episode of Futurama with the dog. Oh, oh fuck that God. episode! 
But like, but but you still, but you like it because it's so it's such a touching moment. I mean, it makes you feel right. It makes you feel. So, I have so only deep. watched the episode once. I know because it made you feel so much. You're about to feel again. I don't like friend. to feel. You're about to feel. It's a Menchie sode, and it's about dogs, and it's cute. Are you ready to feel, Josh? No. I only like to are feel drunk and do- horny. Are you Are you ready for the dogs to feel all over you? No. They're gonna rub all up over oh, you. Oh, get get the furry away! <laughs> get you the like this furry outfit? Away. You like this outfit? Ah! You want to touch my wolf tail? <laughs> it's furries. Uh, no, not really. Uh, He's close a- enough. Yeah. Next week we'll find out if you. Tune in next week if we see if I'm the only one reviewing this episode on furries. It won't, they consider it to be furries. You'll just have to watch and find out. We will be following Menchie's Great Adventure. All right, Bill, you want to take us out of here? I guess if I have to. All right. This has been Tuning Japanese, a podcast where three dudes in their 30s watch anime. I have no blood, tears, or other bodily fluids. I'm Bill. I'm your host and occasional go-go boy, Andy. And I'm the ball flicker from hell. <laughs> the ball licker from hell? No, ball flicker from hell! <laughs> like a good ball licker <laughs> from hell. I'm Josh. Uh, Tune in next week for another zany episode. Does the ball licker from hell have a cat tongue and like... Ow! Ooh. Ooh. Back to the furries. <laughs> and a mouthful of ghost pepper. Bye, folks! <laughs> I think you're right. Maybe. Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. To find out more about the show, visit tuningjapanese.com. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, on Twitter at tuningjapanese, and Tumblr at tuningjapanese.tumblr.com. You can also send us any questions, suggestions, or feedback by emailing the show at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Be sure to also leave us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. If you liked our show, check out the other programs in our podcasting network, including the Shadowvane Podcast and the Rundown Wrestling Podcast. Two of you just love bowling. Yes, I love bowling like a Vicky, my parents. And bowling makes me happy like eating infinite bowls of rice. Yes, as you can see, we have two very big dummies for guests. Boy, are they ever. I've never even heard of this show. It must run on public television. I'd like to rent some shoes. Sure, what size? I'll wear a size 82. Hey, you shouldn't make fun of shoe people like that, kid. No one wears a... Check these out!